Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime, MC here. Today we're going to do something particularly different. I'm going to go over a couple of different episodes. Each episode that I'm going to cover will have a corresponding special guest and their testimony from that episode. Their testimony will include some closing up arguments about the episode and some redeeming qualities about what they liked about MC Anime Podcast. So that's what that's going to become. And that. And I want to talk about the episodes at a little bit length. Give you a rundown what it was about. Who the special guests were. What they do. And then the soundbite will since play after my introduction of the episode and the special guest who was in it. As well as some honorable mentions of podcast reviews for my fellow staff. So I'm going to be highlighting, narrating each specific episode that has been covered. That I think have been really special. And just, you know, made it very influential in that only testimony process. For this episode in C Mamie Podcast, but also the stories that they have to tell and the episodes that they were a part of just were very memorable. But further ado, I'm gonna introduce myself here. Go over a little bit more background on MC anime. My name is Mason Colon. I'm the host and founder of MC Anime Podcast. The idea of MC Anime Podcast started from blogging, went to a live stream format, and then podcasting as the latest evolution of the brand. Now a little bit about myself, fandoms and pop culture are my pastimes. My favorite pastimes was Pokemon Nintendo, Nintendo Gaming, Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG Dueling, watching TV shows and movies. It's really exciting creating content and having conversations relating to the MC Anime Podcast coverage like anime, geek culture, Japanese aesthetics, and Asian studies. It's really fun to talk about those topics, give my my correspondence, opinions, and input into what those fandom-like activities mean to me and give back. This is my medium to share my interesting story in some aspects of fandom activities and just overall personality of it. The, the project was to combine my passion of anime and mass communications into the MC Anime Podcast as we know it. I thoroughly love doing MC Anime, want to continue it, doing it, and even having all of you as potential fans along the way. You can reach out to me at different platforms like Facebook, Blog MC Anime, Twitter at Mason Kalon, uh, Instagram MC Anime Podcast, also email at blogmcanime.com or blogmcanime at gmail.com. Now that's a little bit about myself. I don't typically talk about myself much because I usually let my co-host special guests 
for other people in the podcast episode with me talk more about them. So this is a little special episode to talk about a little bit who I am in this introduction, just as I'm getting introductions to other people as well in past episodes that I'm going to go to review and go over. Further ado, let me get to the episodes at hand and uh, talk about them a little bit. So, one memorable episode that I really liked was Misconceptions in Anime. This was recorded with Felisa Sanders, which is my co-host to this point and still my co-host. She is a business strategist, consultant, and marketer. She has worked in other podcasts, not just MCMA podcast. And we talked about how the misconceptions and we say we went over it like anime is only for kids, anime is only cartoons, stuff like that in a nutshell and actually expanded on calming misconceptions that people have about anime fans. So if you're interested in that episode and want to see the soundbite from Leah Felisa Sanders, my co-host, please do so. But here is her soundbite and her experiences and the closing statements of that episode. No, I mean, this was really fun. Like, <laughs> it's going to be, I'm going to talk to friends about it afterwards to see what their thoughts are like. But um, I'm, I'm really happy seeing some changes with the stereotypes. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully as, you know, the podcast goes on, like more and more people start feeling comfortable with, you know, expressing themselves with their love for anime. The next episode is the business and anime merchandise episode. I recorded with special guest Ezekiel Williams, a.k.a. Zeke. Zeke was really fun to interview because not only did he give expertise to how business works in anime merchandising, he's also the, the host of Let's Gather Podcast. And I did get the opportunity to be part of Let's Gather podcast as well. So I was a special guest on his podcast just like he was on mine. So if you want to know a little about business and anime merchandise, here's the sound bit from Ezekiel Williams about his closing statements in that particular episode. It is the Let's Gather podcast. It's on on all platforms, including YouTube and video form. Uh, released uh, seasonally. Getting ready for season seven, which comes to come out on uh, January twenty sixth. Oh, Spider Man Japan! That was a very fun episode to record. I recorded with Kimis. Kimmy, he's been here multiple times in the MC Anime Podcast. He's a great featured speaker. And, you know, he gives interesting testimony when he can. And, you know, the cookie dynamic that we two have going back and forth. Me roasting him and he going along with it. 
It's just friendly banter, and I, you know, I thoroughly enjoy that. Further ado, Kimis, aka Kimmy, is a TCG, TCG Yu-Gi-Oh player. He's been involved in the community for a long time in Yu-Gi-Oh, and overall, he's just—he's the geeky kid that really just likes having fun. Can't say much more than that. So if you want to see his particular uh, testimony about Spider-Man Japan, here's the soundbite that's going to play thereafter. The portrayal of Spider-Man being you unique as possible away from the original Spider-Man, do you feel that that portrayal is bad, or do you feel that is really good? Um, how, well, it's not just that. Spider-Man also gotten strong by many other ways. Like, for example, with Venom. Um, you know, but then, because of that, it made him turn bad. And, like, you know, I guess by himself, he's just better off by himself. Instead, he's in the Venom's power, you know? Or the symbiote's power. And Spider-Man Japan is not the normal Spider-Man that we know in America. It's a totally different genre and then what spider-man was it's a collaboration of a Jap japanese studio with marvel them together create a really unique japanese aesthetic on spider-man so if you want to see more about that go to spider-man japan to learn more about it so the next episode that i'm going to bring up was a snark snark comic discussion this particular episode i never heard of snark he is a alien who is trying to save humanity from his half alien species that's what i can say if you want to know more you gotta view the episode further ado the special guests in that episode were two bruce Salem. Who is the creator of the Snark project and idea, and Jordan Martin, who is the animator of the Snark series. These two individuals create a good dynamic, and here's the soundbite of them talking in the closing statements. Please stay tuned. Yeah, and so that's helpful. Um, it's not necessary, but it's nice. And, you know, he's he takes ideas and sort of um, does a good ricochet. So maybe we'll do, I'd like, I really love the idea of doing like a writing roundhouse, like round table of writers, the way that shows used to be written. And I think that would be really fun to do remotely too. Sure. So we'll probably yeah, work some of that. Idea. And, you know, with the round table comes the, uh, into a circle of uh, the you know the knight and the king, the king needing guidance from the knights, and the knights being loyal to the king. I think that that's right. Might happen one day for you guys. So, the next, yeah, the next thing is this most impactful anime movies. This particular episode. Discuss movies like Spirited Away, you know, Neon Genesis, and others. 
and really talked about how the movies side of anime really inspired me and my special guest which was Joseph Struble who actually helped me discuss and go over not only his list but my list as well for the most impactful anime movies Joseph Struble is also the co-host of the Devil Fruit Podcast so if you want to see more of what you know One Piece anime content and other manga related content about One Piece the Devil Fruit Podcast is where you go here's the snout bit of Joseph Struble for his closing testimony in most impactful anime movies. A lot of times people look at anime and they have their own ideas about what it is and think that all of it is like that. Um, but uh, it's, it's important to remember that it's just another medium of uh, entertainment. And there's good stuff in anime, there's bad stuff in anime, there's funny stuff in anime, and there's sad stuff in anime. Uh, there's, there's crudely drawn anime, and there's like <laughs> hyper-detailed anime. Yeah. There's, there's, there's something for everybody, I, I do think. Um, and, uh, and, and it's, it's, there's also a lot of things that, because it's animated in the style that it typically falls in, there are certain things that anime does better than anything else. And I think everybody should give it a try. The next episode that I'm going to discuss is the DC Glenn and Leaving a Legacy. This was a very interesting episode. I talked with DC Glenn himself and how to leave a legacy. NFTs, wiki data, how do you be perceived on the internet through the stuff you post? That's just how it came to be. But further ado, DC Glenn is the rapper who sang Whoop, There It Is and other songs. He was also part of tag team duo as well. And he's a really good Wikidata user. He puts everything in like Wikipedia or wiki type data lines. He learned all this himself. If you want to learn more of how to leave a legacy through the internet, DC Glenn and Leaving a Legacy is the episode for you. But, further ado, here is a sound bit from DC Glenn himself in the closing statements of this episode. And, uh, you know, like I said, DC Glenn ATL, if you want to find me, DC Glenn, me, and Tag Team Wu. All the handles are the same. You'll find me. And if you get a chance, just look at Wikidata, DC Glenn, and you'll see how extensive I am compared to any other artist in the universe. Oh yeah, from the from the Beatles to everybody, I'm the most extensive because I, this is this is new. They started Wikidata in 2016, and nobody knows about it. This is like the the the, the, the you know we're in the we're in the plains. You know what I'm saying? This is this is a migration, and for artists not to know how to do this, this is my this is what I'm trying to show people. So, hey. There's nothing you can't do as long as you're breathing, my friend. 
Remember that. The next episode that I'm going to discuss is the Dragon Ball VA Stephanie McDonny. Dragon Ball VA Stephanie McDonny, or VA voice actor, was interesting. I really had fun with her. She was a great special guest. And boy, did 600 fans give 600 impressions from Facebook when she shared it. That was really good. Stephanie McDonnie was a special guest for this particular episode. She's a known voice actor for many Dragon Ball uh, characters. The episode was mostly her voice acting career and also Dragon Ball, specifically her Dragon Ball voice acting experience. She's, she's also a part of the Moonglass band and she has uh, traces to opera and classical music in singing. So she's very accomplished police supporter. Further ado, we have another soundbite to play for Stephanie McDonald in the Dragon Ball VA episode. Here we are. We're still here. And it's uh, it's very fulfilling for me to get out into the in front of the fans at the comic book stores and the conventions, meet the other vendors and artists. And um, yeah, I've just got like a whole Comic-Con family now. I just I mm -hmm. see some of the same actors. I see we do panels together. We uh, we hang out together. Sometimes we all go out to dinner after the convention. I mean, for me, that's that's the best part is, is actually mingling and you know, spending time face to face with other people, other actors, other convention chairs, vendors, um, volunteers. Uh, I give a lot of my autographs free to people who come out and volunteer and um, uh, fundraisers where people need, you know, things to sell to, to raise money for good causes. Um, that's been something I've also been involved with. It's very fulfilling. All right, guys. The next episode that I'm going to review is photography and convention culture. This was an interesting um, episode because I met a photographer named Leslie Madewell and we kind of talked about, you know, the, the photography do's and don'ts, how the convention culture relates to photography, but also convention culture in general. So that was interesting. I recorded this episode with Leslie Madewell. He's the founder of Madewell Art Photography Company. And he's also the host of Less Is Made podcast. So please support Leslie Madewell if you like the correspondence. And here is an example of their sound bit from photography and convention culture. Our discussion photography and convention culture. Thank you for yeah, Leslie I'll Madewell being here and just making photography and convention more easier to understand. And I appreciate that I was able, I'm, we, we go on both sides of you working at the conventions and me mm. being a convention goer, so we get both aspects of... Well, you're the convention you goer know. as a photographer, so you can make money too. We're going as a convention goer. Oh, I mean, I, I made money. I mean, I, I made some good money or whatever. Did. Usually, yeah. like, all the photo shoots that I would do... At the conventions yeah. that were paid, that was the money that I spent at the convention. 
Oh, true. <laughs> hey, you can't complain when you get the money given to you at that event. No, I definitely would not complain. I'm just saying, like, I would have paid shoots, and then I would just, yep. like, do, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, a, maybe, like, a 10 or 15-minute photo session with cosplay that cosplayer that I just found at a convention. And all the money that I made, I would just pass yeah. it on. You know, I just spent it at the con. I was there, and it just was, you know, I would say play money, but it was just extra money. And you know what? They had stuff I wanted to buy, so I got it, you know? The next episode that I'm going to discuss about is Punk Rock and the Poetry Combo. This was an interesting episode. I really had a static guest who was James Buckman. The, the, the words that I can describe him. Blue hair, punk rock singer from Toronto, Canada. Just all over the place and good down to earth dude. I can't complain. And a little bit about James Buckman. He is the singer for Halapalo, which is in the punk rock genre, but he also is a poet. This is where the poetry combo of the episode comes into play. So if you want to learn about punk rock and, you know, poetry as well, James Buckman is your source in this episode. And here's the sound bit of James Buckman in punk rock and poetry combo episode. Yeah, and, and you're doing like you're, you're doing a fabulous job of that. Like I'm I'm, I'm picking up on 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 the uh, the aura you're putting out into this like uh, virtual room. You know, I'm feeling it. <laughs> All right, guys. The next episode that I'm going to discuss is Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh streaming and game applications episode. This particular episode we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. Also how does streaming work and the game applications of Yu-Gi-Oh in different formats. I interviewed X-Silence, who is from X-Silence Games, who is known on Twitch, and he's a very competitive Yu-Gi-Oh player and competitor, and he creates a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh content. So, if you want to know more about the Yu-Gi-Oh streaming and game applications, please review my interview with X-Silence. Here's a sound bit of X-Silence in the episode, in the closing arguments, and here it is. Uh, sure, so what I would recommend is if you're going to start streaming, um, definitely take it more of a fun thing that you're just doing as a side thing. Um, it's a lot more fun that way. You want to enjoy what you do. And um, yeah, I hope that this gave you guys some insight into the competitive scene of Yu-Gi-Oh! A really memorable episode is Enterscat Entertainment Scavenger Hunt. This was a very fun episode. I literally gave three different categories or franchise that matches that description. Most people, when they thought of that, you know, balloons, gum, and sneakers, you thought of the movie It. You thought of, I thought of Sandlot. I heard people say different sources, but you can also match it with clowns that, you know, you also have uh, America Horror Story Freak Show was was mentioned. So it, it really goes to show you that people, when they think of random categories, can actually be interesting because different people have different experiences when they hear three different words all together randomly. Further ado, 
This wasn't a typical episode for NCMA podcast. I had three people on, and they were all game. Uh, they were all contestants for this game, as I was the host. We had Leo, who was the co-host, but did really interesting results in her knowledge of fandom activity and overall media consumption. Tex, he was a Discord user and a very multi-fandom consumer, I, I should say. He consumed media in so many different areas, and he gave great testimony as well. And Ray, you know, he gave great testimony to his media consumption and test of knowledge as well. He is from the Royalty Entertainment Podcast Company, and run his own podcast called the CT Concerning Topics Podcast. So if you want to know what Entertainment Scavenger Hunt was, truly, here is the soundbite from Leah, Tex, and Ray explaining their experience of Entertainment Scavenger Hunt. Uh, this was a pretty good game. I'm hoping to do it again. Um, same people, new people, whatever it is. Um, pretty good time. Me, if you like uh, conspiracy theories, uh, hard conversations, and philosophy, uh, you guys can tune in to CT on uh, Concerning Topics, CT Time on Spotify. Gotcha. Alright guys, the last episode that I'm mentioning in the 100th episode plus production that I have done in MC Anime Podcast so far is the 7 Deadly Sins Spongebob Rendition. 7 Deadly Sins Spongebob Rendition was literally as what it sounds. We took gluttony, greed, wrath, envy, and lust and apply it to Spongebob characters. I record this episode with Mac. Mac has been a featured uh, podcast speaker for, for many episodes now. For a couple, actually. And when we did this episode, it took us both by surprise that we did not think that we would be talking about Spongebob and Seven Deadly Sins applications in human characteristics and attributes. Mac is a programmer, Discord staff, Yu-Gi-Oh! enthusiasts as well. So if you like some of the things he does... Here is his soundbite from Seven Deadly Sins, Spongebob Rendition. I guess, uh, you you I guess doing unusual stuff is embarrassing sometimes. I mean, you got at least one to try. Yeah, of course, I guess. Alright, guys. Yeah, thank uh, you guess, for having me. Yeah, this has been... A, this is an episode that I didn't really think would come to fruition without talking yeah. back. So... It was a last chance episode. What do you mean last we, we chance? Are... You will get another. No, you're getting more chances. Trust me. No, no, no. I mean, uh, like in the sense, like a last minute episode. Oh yeah, I, this I'm is probably missworded that. Like, yeah, I missworded that badly. Yeah. Rambling about different things and then somehow getting about SpongeBob and the Seven Deadly Sins and then I'm like, screw it, let's do it. This is a great idea. It works so well. Oh my god. Yeah. Well. That's Thanks our opinion and our analytical skills of Spongebob and Seven Deadly Sin rendition. Thank you for mm. Mac. If you if you like him, please follow his Discord. He's open to DMs. He's very friendly. And you're... Thanks. Alright guys, so now I'm doing a special shout out for staff of MC Anime Podcast. We already had Leah 
and Kimmy, Mac, and Leslie, who all have been featured speakers on the podcast. But now this is the actual staff that makes MC Anime Podcast tick. Without them, production quality and design will not be the same. So let me read out a particular review of someone who sent it in and tell them about their time on MC Anime Podcast. My sound editor, Luffy, wrote this up, by the way. MC Anime is overall a great podcast because it provides a lot of information for different kinds of audiences. I think it's really important to spread the podcast culture even more. So, MC Anime is a really good progress to start with. Of course, there are many other podcasts, but MC Anime is special. It covers a lot of general ideas and topics. It makes the podcasts fitting a huge amount of audience, whether you're old or young. There's definitely a lot of content for you to explore. At first, MC Anime was only covering a few topics, but since it has expanded, it's been covering many more topics and it will slowly gain more audience thanks to the wide variety of topics that it covers. I think, however, it is also important for the audience to know that the work putting into making these episodes are a lot. There is the production to post-production as well as editing. It all takes a lot of time and effort, and the only way the podcast can actually keep going is with the audience support and love. Hasham quoted Luffy the Sound Editor. This is his rendition of what MC Anime means to him in the context of his involvement and what he does. I recently had him added as staff, but it has boosted the sound quality immensely. And he's doing a good job at it, and I think he needs to keep doing it. That's just my opinion. But I, the sound editor is for you guys, so the better sound quality is coming from Luffy himself. Or Hesham, that's what he wants to be known as as well. So, one final staff member that needs to be accounted for is Liz. She's my designer. This is her review of MC Anime and the testimonial episode for MC Anime Podcast. All I want to say that it's fun I'm happy working with you. I wish to keep working for MC Anime. Making cover art and having it published on your podcast makes me feel really happy. It really drives my design skills to new levels. Gives me an interesting experience to take hold and shape for the future. I hope to continue and give back more to MC Anime Podcasts. Sincerely, Liz. Liz has been with me for a very long time. She's a great designer. She's been over and out making content in the visual design space for the podcast. And she usually does the cover art, which is the title, maybe the special guest logo, my logo, and the background and supporting images that maybe have been mentioned in the podcast and putting it on, bringing it to life in visual design and art design. So there you have it. We have 10 to 11 great guests that I've already mentioned. Liz and Luffy being staff giving good testimonial content. 
me giving, you know, introducing myself in a more streamlined fashion. So I hope you guys can take this experience of what MC Anime Podcast has been, especially for me, but also for you guys and the people involved with it. It's a big project. I hope to bring more episodes to you guys for the future and continue to bring the trend what MC Anime Podcast covers and gives to the audience members. Also, another fellow shout out that I want to do in the beginning stages was Christian. Now, I don't have testimony from Christian, but Christian in the beginning stages of the live stream for MC Anime Podcast was really influential at the time for being my first co-host. He thoroughly helped me on live stream as a co-host. That was when I was making all these PowerPoints and really testing my limits on older MC anime blogs and bringing it into a PowerPoint format, use old blog articles and actually elaborate it on the topic for an entire hour. This is how it all started with MC anime as a podcast. The MC anime started as a blog before that, but the live stream submitted its legacy into the podcast medium that I can no longer think. So having Christian and Chemist as well, they were both there, actually. And that weird middle stage was essential for the podcast to be what it is today. I hope you guys can take this opportunity to go back, listen to older episodes of MC Anime Podcast. Maybe, you know, choose what you like. You know, you don't have to listen to all if you don't want to. But if you want to listen to all, by all means do so. It's really up to you guys. But I just want to really thank you for allowing me to create content with myself, other people getting along with me, and people helping me along the way through, you know, featured podcasters, special guest speakers, and, you know, staff like design, post-production, all of that. All of that in a nutshell is what makes MC Anime tick. And this concludes... MC Anime Podcast Testimonial Special Episode. Thank you so much. And please, you know, if not for me, go to the other podcasts that I mentioned with those special guests. View them and go to the links associated with those episodes that I mentioned as well. Go to MC Anime Podcast to maybe, you know, connect with the staff. If you resident, if the staff or the special guest speakers resident enough influence in you, reach out to them and give them the support that they need outside of this to continue what they are doing as well. Not just for me, but as a general courtesy, give them a follow and support them as well because they were vital to this journey. Just as where you guys were vital to me as the listeners and audience members that I cannot take enough for granted. Thank you so much and enjoy your day. This concludes MC Anime Podcast special guests and staff testimonial episode, the people involved along the way. And you can find us where podcasts near you, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitch, Amazon Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And at www.mcanimepodcast.com and join us on the MC Animator 
Patreon community. Blog MC Anime. You can support us, be sponsors, special guest appearances, vote on uh, the episodes that we discuss, and more on that platform at the different tiers of crowdfunding support, giving to the podcast and making more episodes available to you guys. Bye, guys.